This is the Gridiron Guys Podcast with Anthony Stalter and Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. And welcome into the Gridiron Guys with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Anthony Stalter. Appreciate everybody listening to this week's podcast. It's our instant reaction for week four. The week four games are in the books. A lot of surprises in this one. Let's jump right into it and let's let's actually talk about the Thursday night game first, Kerry. Lions 34, Packers 20. I thought this was a monumental win for for Detroit. I know a lot of people like Detroit. A lot of people liked the Lions in this game. A lot of people liked the Lions coming in. I I kept holding off on my I'll I'll jump on the bad bandwagon when Aaron Glenn and that defense comes yeah. together. That defense has come together. That mm-hmm. defensive front the last two weeks has been outstanding. They're dealing with injuries yet they're still winning. They they to me. You know, going into Green Bay last year and, and winning like they did, okay, great. But nothing was on the line, and that was impressive. Right. But everything is on the line now. Mm-hmm. The Lions are expected to win this division, so go out there and win this game. And that's exactly what they did, and they did it in a variety of ways. I, I was really impressed with the Lions. I'm on their bandwagon now. And, and did it in Lambeau. I mean, I know we're we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, but they went into Lambeau, got a victory, uh, ran the ball very, very well. David Montgomery, I, I mean, you know, you go and draft um, Jameer Gibbs in, in the first round, you're yeah. assuming, well, why did they sign David Montgomery if they're going to draft the first round running? You and I literally <laughs> assumed that. We're like, what are we doing here? And, and they gave David Montgomery the ball 32 times. Times, yeah, and he scored three touchdowns. So for me, that feels like a, a good recipe for this team. Don't put it all on Jared Goff's shoulder. He's he's a good quarterback. He's taking the team to the Super Bowl. He's not a slouch as as I think a lot of people think about him. But you hit the nail on the head. Defense, run the ball, allow Jared Goff to find his receiver, receivers uh, when he can, and that seems to be the recipe for them to win games. On the flip side, the 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 the, the Green Bay Packers just. Hey, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't give me that feel. Like I, I when I watch offense, Stalter, I like to feel good watching offense, mm-hmm. which means you know explosive plays, you know, you know, crucial third down pickups, things that make sense. Not turning the ball over. When I watch offensive football, that's that's what gets me fuzzy on the inside <laughs> when I see those things. When I when I don't see you run the ball well, when I don't see you yeah. know the big explosive plays, I'm just like, eh. it doesn't look right. It doesn't feel well. So yeah. it doesn't feel real good for me. So I think that that's what uh, the Green Bay Pack. Have to they have to work on it, they have to get that fixed. Matt LaFleur is a great a great offensive mind, so I know he will get it together. Um, but yeah, I, I hats off to the Detroit Lions because that is seems to be the team in the NFC North yeah. uh that's at the lead and, and will continue to be that way. You know, I, I chose Green Bay to win that division. The the Lions are gonna win this division. If yeah. they if they stay healthy on offense, you know, they've already been banged up defensively and they've overcome it. Right. But if they stay healthy on offense, they're going to they're win that division. They are. All right, moving on to the London game, Jaguars 23-7. to Look, th- this game was – this. Th- here's here's what this game boiled down to, uh, Kerry, if you watched it. <sighs> one team had a quarterback and one didn't. Uh, okay. That's it. Uh, that's pretty – Both defenses played well. Yeah. Jacksonville scored 23 points, seven of which came on a pick six. Because of Desmond Ritter. Desmond yeah. Ritter's been terrible the last two weeks. And he should be benched, but he won't because oh, Arthur Smith is going to stick with him. You're going to go to tra- you're going to go to Taylor Heineke, knowing that Desmond Ritter's not the answer, and you're going to manage. All, all Atlanta's been trying to do is manage games at quarterback. Yeah. And the last two weeks, they've fallen behind by double digits. And when that happens, they can't run the ball. And Foye Aluakon, who the, uh, the local product here yeah. in St. Louis, the linebacker for Jacksonville, wrecked the running game all day, and Desmond Ritter was forced to pass. And we saw the results. Meanwhile, Trevor Lawrence was making plays with his legs and his arm. He exte- The first the, the, the touchdown on Calvin Ridley was, was on a busted coverage in which you know the, the safety, Richie Grant, missed the sack. Trevor Lawrence gets out of it and throws, throws to a wide-open Calvin Ridley because A.J. Terrell uh, got mixed up in coverage. But that's the plays that Trevor Lawrence is making, and the plays that Desmond Ritter is not. I think the thing that frustrates me most, and, and you're you're a Falcons fan, so I know this hits home for you. You you can't do anything offensively. You, you're going to get Bijan Robinson the ball, which I'm still. I know you you can't go back in time and change things, but I'm still baffled with all of the offensive picks that they have made, and this offense moves in the manner in which it does. You got uh, Drake London and 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 Kyle Pitts. They got. Nine targets between the two of them. Everything's contested. It's not. It's not. It just doesn't flow very well. Eleven targets between the two of them. How many Christian Kirk have? 
on the opposing side. He had 12 Ten. by himself. Yeah, sure. So you got two guys, two first-round picks that you're not even targeting enough to be explosive. I just told you, offensive football for me is about explosive plays, making big plays, timely catches, third-down com- uh, conversions. This team isn't really good. No. Uh, it's just not. And they're not fun to watch offensively. No. Be, and it starts at the quarterback position. They have to get better at that position. Desmond Ritter has to be better. I thought maybe that, you know, Marcus Mariota, I didn't think he was the answer last year. And I thought maybe Desmond Ritter had a little bit more to him. But yeah. right now he's still he's still got some room to grow. Kerry, they ran the ball the first two weeks. They were 2-0. and all. Yep. They couldn't run the ball the last two weeks. And they didn't. They didn't even score double digits. That's that is the recipe is out. And Arthur Smith can design a good running running game. He cannot design a good passing attack right. from what we can see. Right. So they'll draft another wide receiver. I'm sure in no, the first round we'll be back here next year. No, no, uh, Colts. <laughs> Colts nearly came back against the Rams, but the Rams win it in OT, 29 to three. This was an entertaining game. I love watching Anthony Richardson play. I, I do too. He outside of Michael Pittman, he's got nothing around him, yep. and he's making plays. As soon as they lost the 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 coin toss in overtime, mm-hmm. though. I knew they were cooked right. because Indy's defense had been on the field too long in the in in that last like four or five minutes. Yeah. You knew they were gassed, and as soon as the Rams got that that coin flip, they won it. But cr- again, credit the Colts for coming back. Uh, and the the Rams the Rams are a lot better than I thought. And Matthew Stafford's playing Matthew Stafford's playing great. I, I think you and I looked at the Rams defense and were like, who the hell are these guys? Other than Aaron Donald, I right. think we looked at the defensive names and were like, I don't think any of these guys. I don't know who these guys who are. Who the hell is this guy? Who, who, who are these guys? They, they're, they're playing well. I do have to give credit to the Indianapolis Colts though because. I definitely thought that this team would be terrible and they wouldn't have anything. They're going to get Jonathan Taylor. He's supposed to be practicing this week and maybe he plays uh, on Sunday for them. That does nothing but bolster that offense, give you another weapon out of the backfield, a guy that can make some big plays, big impact plays. Michael Pittman Jr. is is doing a a fantastic job. But Anthony Richardson is doing a really good job as a rookie quarterback. Surprising. But again, as you said, Matthew Stafford and and Puka Nakua. Who? Like you two, know, two, well. two, two, like where, where's Cooper Cup? He ain't, he ain't even played yet. Right. He's coming back here shortly as well. He's coming off of IR, so he should be healthy potentially starting practice this week. So th- this Rams team is much better than I thought they would be, and it's surprising because they, we don't know the defense. We we really don't know the receivers, and yeah. and you got you get rid of Cam Akers, and you got Kyron Williams who is playing performing well as well. So, St. Louis guy, St. Louis guy. So yeah. we we have to uh, give credit to what. Matthew Stafford and those L.A. Rams are doing as well. And, you know, credit Sean McVay, too. Yeah. He, you know, he, yeah. he they didn't even dress the kid that got his rear end kicked by Trey Henderson, uh, Hendrickson the, the week prior. Yeah. You know they they made they made some switches. They moved they moved uh, their one the right tackle over to left tackle, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe it was one of the guards that kicked out to left tackle. But what does it say about? And Cooper Cup's a great player. Don't get right. me wrong. But what does it say about this system that Nakua <laughs> is having the season he's having? Playing the Cooper Cup role, you're going to they, they whoever plays that position is going to get paid. <laughs> whoever gets the ball thrown to them, and Matthew Stafford is is does a good job. He finds his guys, he targets his guys. He's gonna he's gonna make sure that those guys are getting fed and and getting thrown too often. So uh, it, it's you you do have to give your hat uh, give a head head off to um, Sean McVay because mm-hmm. he does a fantastic. When I talk again offensive football yeah give me more yeah give me more of what the Rams because they're going to have explosive plays they're going to find ways to get guys open run the ball when they need to and and win games in a manner in which it's fun to watch Eagles <laughs> Eagles come from behind that to beat a the strange one commanders 34 to 31 in overtime it's a closer game than people think first first the criticism hey Riverboat Ron go for it go for <laughs> two end the game You've got. Uh, I I get it. You know, he he said, well, the offense was tired. Sure, it looked tired in overtime when you went three and out when it, it, after you had won the coin toss. Yeah, which is why you just go for two. You're you've got the Eagles where you want them. Go for two. Go for the win. Win it right there. But instead, he kicks the extra point. Overtime occurs, and the the rest of the results were predictable. But whatever Washington has done over the last two years now, because they beat them last year. Mm-hmm. Teams got to look at the copy because yeah. that they Washington kind of has the blueprint at least to move the ball against Philly. They've done it now two straight years. Well, I think you know one, it's a division rival. So those games you play those teams two times a year, 
you pretty much know who you're going against, what you're facing, you know, every time you go against. I mean, it, it makes life a little bit harder when it's a division rival as opposed to a team you may not see but every two or three years. That, that That's number one. But I think the, the thing that makes Washington – you know, who they are, they got a pretty good defensive line as well. They got guys that can get after the quarterback as well. And the the addition of Eric Bieniemy on the offensive side, it didn't look great last week. They, now, they stunk versus the Buffalo Bills. But this week, they put up points, and they were able to make move the ball and get some things to happen. So they have a recipe there. I just don't know if they have – I don't incomplete. know what they're missing. It's yeah. incomplete. They're missing something. I don't know if it's the quarterback. I don't know if it's, you know, the head coach. I don't know what that thing is that this Washington team is missing. But they have a lot of talent there that that gives you hope for the future. But the Eagles, you know, on the road, division rival. Uh, were they on? They was at home. <clears throat> no, it was on the road. Were they, Philly were, was at, yeah, Philly was at home. Philly was at home. So you're at home, division rival, and you find a way to win. It's not pretty. Nick Sirianni said it a couple of weeks ago. You know, we're not a, a finished product just yet. We still got a lot of room to grow in. You know, this is a team that played in the Super Bowl last year. They're still figuring things out of who they are offensively and defensively. So, you know, you, you, you take your hat off to them because they find a way to win the game. And at the end of the day, it's much easier to correct things when you win than when you lose. And yeah. they won, and so they, they you know, they get, the, they get to have that celebration because of that. Well, a team that always finds ways to win to a team that always finds ways to lose. The Chicago Bears were up 21-7 to with <sighs> three or four minutes remaining in the third quarter and find a way to lose 31-28. to They get a clean house. They got a clean house again from 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 top to from top to bottom. Okay, they have got to clean. They have to, they have to clean house. You cannot allow this current front office to take what is likely to be a top five pick again next year, as well as Carolina's pick, which yeah. also might be a top five pick, and give that to, this, to the current to this, front office, yeah. and then give those players to the current coaching staff. The Bears are a mess. I realize they they start over every three or four years now. Fine, do it again because you have got to start over. I think that's a disaster. It is a disaster. I think Ryan Poles he is his second year there now, so I think he's he's okay. But Iberflus is probably going. You're you're going to have to from the from the head coach on down. You're going to have to reevaluate everything they signed. And, and maybe Ryan Poles needs to be questioned because they did he sign does. Chase Claypool. Yeah. And Chase Claypool, Claypool, they told him don't even show up to the game. You traded a, what, a second-round pick. A second-round yeah. pick for Claypool yeah. and then told him, stay home. Stay home. Don't even show up. You a- you, passed, if, yeah. you passed on Jalen Carter <laughs> yeah. after you made the trip, after you made the trade, excuse me. The Bear, the uh, Poles has got to go, too. I don't know that he goes, though, just because it's only it's only his second year in the position. I think he's safe for now. Uh, but Eberflus, I mean, it's it's part of life, man. We understand that in professional sports, if you don't take care of your business, we're in a results-driven business. If you're not getting the results that you need, whether it's you know you taking care of it, your quarterback, your position guys not getting it done, you got to figure it out. And so they're going to probably go in a different direction. My question is, what do they do about Justin Fields? Does he is he part of that transition as well? Because he didn't perform poorly. Carry. And so what do you what do you do with a young quarterback yeah. that has the ability, the amount of ability that he has? Do you wait to see, hey, maybe a new coaching staff can get him together? Or do you go in the draft? And we'll talk about this, I'm sure, but Caleb Williams put a list out of what teams he would play for. Right. And the Chicago Bears were not on it. Sure. So the number one overall pick is probably not going to come to you. Yeah. What do you do at this point? Kerry, I find some – I I hope that Field stays healthy mm-hmm. and he runs around and he puts up fantasy football numbers again like he did a year ago, and then I find some sucker to 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 take him. Ooh, what sucker? There's plenty of there's plenty of quarterback needy teams in the NFL that are stupid. It it happens every year. So uh, find some dope, <laughs> trade him to that dope, and then take uh, your quarterback. If you Caleb Williams doesn't want to come to me. Fine. That's who you want, though. Michael Penix Jr. is going to be in the draft. Yeah, You've got uh, the kid from Drake from May. Duke, Riley Leonard, who is a to me an NFL prospect. I'm not saying these these guys are number one overall yeah. worthy, but they might be by the end of the year. Who did you mention? May the uh, uh, Drake May from Drake North May. Carolina. Carrie, yep. this this year is going to be rich in quarterbacks at the top of the draft. I'm not saying they're franchise guys, but I what I am saying is. 
you you get the right OC or the right head coach in place, and you move on. And you, again, you find some dope to take Justin Fields, and maybe you can recoup that second round pick that you foolishly gave away for for Claypool. What do we think? We're talking about the Bears, and they lost the game. What do we think about the Broncos, who were down twenty eight to seven too? At they, one point, they, Den, Denver's defense. They, I don't know how that happened. They got the pass last year because yeah. they played they played well. Yeah, and everybody blame Russ. Yeah, dude, you're part of the problem now too. They are. The you entire want, team. You want a game, but Kerry, my my comments about Denver from last week still stand. Yeah, there's so we you walk into the house and you know how this goes. You're, you're a homeowner. <laughs> you walk into the house and there's just, there, there something stinks. Yeah, you go to the trash can. If it's not the trash can, you go to the sink. If it's not the sink, at some point you say, I don't know where this is coming from, but I know it stinks. I gotta I gotta fumigate. You gotta figure figure it out. I gotta tear yeah. it down to the studs. That's Denver. <laughs> they are pretty bad, and they won. So and they won. Tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the Buccaneers. Here's okay. So this is this is my I the Lions were the first team I had to admit were better than I gave them credit for. Yeah, the Bucks. Oh, I yeah. thought they were going to be a disaster. Oh, what's his nickname? What's the quarterback? Shaky Bakey. There you go. How's Shaky Bakey playing? He performed incredibly well without <laughs> Mike Evans. So Shaky Bakey will get worse as the season wears on because the expectations will grow. Okay. I've seen this. I've seen. I saw this at Oklahoma. Yeah. I saw this at Cleveland. When nobody's looking, Shaky Bakey's a superstar. Right. When people start paying attention. And he's planting the flag in yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. And then the playoffs come and gets his ass kicked. And then Cleveland happens and nobody's looking. And, oh, the Browns, he's a savior. Yeah. Then the expectations rise and Shaky Bakey doesn't have it. I, right now nobody's watching. He's I will say well. I will give Baker Mayfield some credit because I think he has matured in his time. He, You go from being the first overall pick, you, you think you're going to have a, a career in Cleveland and it doesn't go well. You get – Odell Beckham Jr., he's no longer there. You all have a falling out, and the, and you're no longer on the team. And he went to a couple of places, and now he's, sell, he's settled in, in Tampa. I think you're getting a more mature version. I think one of the worst things that happened to Baker Mayfield is he got drafted by the Browns, number one. Number two, he got drafted by the same Browns team that drafted uh, Johnny Manziel, and you assume that they are the same person. Yep. Because maybe their personalities uh, were similar at that time. Baker Mayfield, to me, has matured and grown up and 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 is in a place. Listen, somebody's got to win the NFC South. It, it, it's going it, to be Tampa. Yeah, New they Orleans got the best stinks. Defense. New Orleans does stink. It's, it's bothering me because they have too much talent on the offensive side and too much talent on the defensive side to stink in the manner in which they do. They this nine points. They they haven't. They are they are a a very bad football team right now. The New Orleans Saints are. They've scored 16, 20, 17, 9. This season, that is not you. you, You're not going to win many football games, and the defense has played again pretty well in all of those games. So the Saints you're not not averaging three touchdowns a game. The Saints have been terrible. The offensively, offensively, they've been they've been absolutely terrible. Yes, and I overrated them. I underrated Tampa. I'll give Baker his due right now. I still believe that Baker is the same guy that wound up getting tossed out of Cleveland, and Carolina got better a year ago when they when they. They they nixed him yeah. when PJ Walker came in. Yeah. They got better again. It's the same guy. I I I I see. That's where we disagree because when you go from Cleveland to Carolina to Carolina to to L A on a short week and 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 one, played really well. He did. He had and now one, you're he had on. One, he had this one is good his throw. fourth stop in how many years? Four, five. Yeah. You mature. You have to. You have to realize, man, that old guy. The guy that I was that was, as you said, playing flags in, in opposing team stadiums, that guy kind of played out. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta be better. I gotta dial in. And so he's in a system now again, you got some you got some really good talent around you on the offensive side in, in Tampa. I think he has matured now. I say that. We'll see. And then he goes and loses his damn mind and then I'm like, oh shaky bakey again. But yeah. on the football side of things, I think he has matured enough to be a very good quarterback and help their team win the division. I think both are true. I think we'll see the real Baker, and I do think Tampa is the best team in an absolute it's crap watch. division. That's tough to watch. That's the worst division it, in football. It, it, it Top is. to bottom. It is. It's nothing exciting about it. No. Carolina isn't isn't exciting. The 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 Falcons. The Falcons are. The, you the, can go to sleep during the, the game. The Falcons are. Yeah. The Falcons are. Um. The the. Uh, you know they used to, they used to be Texas Tech. Okay. They put a bunch of points on the board, but they're going to lose thirty-four Empty to thirty-one calories. every every time. Now they're like, um, now they're Wisconsin without the success. You know, they're a run, run the ball. Run, they're run, gonna, run the ball. Run right, run and left. The, the defense is ironically, the defense is actually pretty good. But the Saints, 
one, and I know he got hurt, but yeah. Derek Carr has not played well either. And that's disappointing. And to let's me. stop making excuses for Derek Carr. Yeah, that's disappointing. I'll get to me. ripped. He was hurt. Yeah. What about the previous three weeks when he wasn't hurt? This is Derek Carr too. At some point, we have to believe Derek Carr. What about is, the previous years in Vegas with the Raiders? That that you're really you're learning who he is. I thought yes. he would be much better with this with this New Orleans team. Have more weapons. Have more you know more opportunities. It's just. It hasn't been great. We should be defending Kirk Cousins the yeah. way that we defend Derek Carr. Because Kirk Cousins is a is a he, it should be better, flipped. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll get to well. Why don't we, Vikings twenty one to thirteen? Not a great, per, not a great performance by Cousins. Not a great performance by the Vikings offense. But they made the plays. And Bryce Young, unfortunately, to this point, a guy that you and I both liked. Yeah, he has not shown anything. No, he really hasn't. And he that that play where the defensive fumble. I mean. You're driving, yeah. you got a lead, and then in a blink of an eye, you're losing. Carolina Because looked, you're not taking care of the ball. Th- this is bad, but they looked better with Andy Dalton last week than they, they do. They did, yeah. And, and but now, granted, Andy Dalton they put threw it 58 times. <laughs> what are you doing if you're Frank Reich? <laughs> he threw it 50-plus times. I, I don't know. But this is a the Carolina team is a surprising team because we looked at what they did last year and how they had an opportunity to win the, win the division. They ran the ball really well last year. And it just it hasn't clicked yet for them, and it's it, they're a tough team to watch. The Minnesota Vikings getting their first win of the season, good for them, much needed because it, they were stinking. And yeah. I think that defense still has some 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 room to grow uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, as you said, didn't play the game, didn't play his best game, but got the job done. He's turned the ball over more than I like to see as well. Oh, he, he's turning it over a little bit too much for this team to be successful. Um, that's their that that was a one possession game that they did win. They were zero and three up until that point. So maybe they they figured some things out. They had good magic last year when going eleven and zero in one possession games. Maybe they figured something out. But you know, I, I I'm I'm looking to see what this Minnesota Vikings team does because there have been talks about Kirk Cousins being traded because his contract is expiring after this year. What do the Minnesota Vikings do going forward? It, it's going to be intriguing to watch how this plays out for them. Yeah, they're, 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 if they merely cut down on the red zone turnovers, and yeah. they had they had the pick six. I mean, he threw a pick six yeah. right in the first quarter of that on Sunday. He, he, they're at the goal line. I yes. mean, they, they – yeah. They have turned the ball over, over consistently yeah. in the red zone. Uh, the Ravens beat the Browns 28-3, to a wounded Browns team. But I kept saying, Lamar looks good, Lamar looks good, Lamar looks good. And I know you have not been impressed by the right. offense. And, and if you go back a week ago, I had to admit to you, yeah, this offense is, you know, it, it hasn't it's looked pedestrian. that great. It's pedestrian. But I, to me, Lamar Jackson is playing very well. He is... Nobody's talking about him because right. he's not putting up the eye, eye-popping numbers. And maybe that's what it is for me. But, Kerry, when you watch these games, and I know you do, you're seeing a quarterback. You talk about maturity. Yeah. He has matured in this new-look offense. I think this Ravens offense is going to get better each and every week. And he's throwing to, right now, Mark Andrews, right. who had a great game, and and rookie Zay Flowers, yeah. who, we, who we both like. But Odell's banged up yeah. again. Bateman what else is new? Is hurt Yeah, you again. got Bateman hurt again. Yeah. What else is new? You. He's not, he doesn't have a loaded uh, skill position players right. around him. I, I I actually think they should go double tight ends with with Andrews and likely, Isaiah Likely. I, I likely dropped a pass that was hit him in the chest. I don't know if it was last it week. It was or two, bad, weeks two weeks ago. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. For, for to to get terrible. a first down. Was it overtime? Fourth quarter? It was. Uh, I think it was overtime. It was hey, either last week against the Colts or was, two weeks ago when Andrews was banged when up. They were playing, yeah. When they were going into overtime. I saw it. It was, it was yeah, terrible. Yeah, it was he bad. had some plays last year, though, yeah. that he made. Yeah, so. he did. I, I, I agree with you. I think the skill position, we were excited about what they had. That OJ, Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers getting drafted. Rashad Bateman staying healthy. You thought J.K. Dobbins was going to be healthy, and he's torn his Achilles early in the season. It's they, they're, they're trying to figure out who they are on offense, their identity. But 15 for 19, he didn't throw a lot, but 15 for 19 with two touchdowns, 186 yards. That touchdown that he threw, that Lamar Jackson threw in the corner of the end zone to Mark dot. Andrews was a beautiful pass. Beautiful location. Looked like a smash concept. The corner sat down on the on the hitch route, and he threw it on the corner, and it was a beautiful pass. It, it just looked like it was right where it needed to be. Looked like a comfortable pass, a guy knowing and understanding what he's seeing defensively and making the right throw. But I still haven't. I'm still waiting. Like I, I, I still want to the the, and maybe I'm 
maybe I'm jaded because of what I saw in this MVP year. Yeah. The explosive plays that he was making, both with his legs and his arm. Those are the things that I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on on Zay Flowers to have one of those Hollywood Brown type of take the coverage off, take the top off the coverage plays where he's running past people and scoring a 60, 70 yard touchdown. Those are the things. But in order to do that, you got to have some intermediate routes from some receivers and not just your tight end. So. Right. You, you, you having those guys not being healthy is probably slowing this offense down a little bit. Hopefully they get healthy and can help him out. The D, the, the, the Cleveland Browns, I mean, I, you yeah, don't have your starting go. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I, the I defense is on the field the entire game. There's nothing. Nothing you can do about that. No, that, that, that to me is like a throw the, throw the film yeah. game away. I mean, yeah. there's nothing you can kind of take out of that. Yeah. Uh, moving forward here, the Houston Texans 30, the Pittsburgh Steelers 6. Whew. You know whose fault this is? Who? And I, and I will give credit. Mike Tomlin? Know, you and I talked about Houston, mm-hmm. and I said this team is be- they're not going to win. In- they're not going to win much, but this team is better than people expect. Than people expect. And yeah. CJ Stroud is way better I than I gave him it. credit for. I love it. I guess we'll just stick with. I was like, we'll give Houston some credit in a second. Then I just gave Houston no, credit. We, we, they that, look great. They look. Man, all it's things something, considered, it's uh, well. No, they look great despite. I mean, despite everything, like you, you go up, you dra- you draft CJ Stroud, you make a decision to get back into the draft and yeah. and and go get um uh Will Anderson, Will Anderson, and and D'Amico Ryan's being a a rookie head coach. CJ Stroud looks like he doesn't look like a rookie to me. No, he doesn't look like a guy that is in a in a position that's uncomfortable or unfamiliar to him. He's got guys catching passes, Nico Collins, Tankdale. They they are making plays, and it's fun to watch. And I can't. I, I, you and I both. Here, let's be honest. The Houston Texans, and maybe maybe you stop me if I'm going too far. The Houston Texans can win the AFC South. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna refute that. No. They they from what they, we've seen, they I'm not can. gonna refute that. Like it, yeah. it's, and I would not have said that. At any point prior to the start of the season, I probably wouldn't have said it two weeks ago, but after four weeks in, watching C.J. Stroud, who I think is still fourth in the league in passing yards, still has not turned the ball over in, for, in terms of throwing an interception, he is fun to watch, mm-hmm. and he is dynamic, and he is doesn't look like a rookie quarterback. Looks like one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now, and it's fun to, it's fun to see him have the success. On the flip side, because you know – who, where my heart lies, Anthony Staunton. Mm-hmm. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do not love what the hell I have to watch on offense on Sundays. It makes my stomach turn. It is not a sight. It is not something you want to see. Mike Tomlin said after the game that they will fix some things, some changes will be made. Where? Who? When? Why? How? What? Yeah. What? What are those changes? Because – Offensively, I looked at some numbers. The offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers is is one of the most terrible offenses in the NFL right now. First down conversion, third down complete, third down conversions. You know, making getting yards. They they are just they're predictable. They're not blocking well enough up front. They aren't taking. They aren't getting the ball downfield to anybody. It's just it's tough to watch. Kerry, I I started off this this part of it by as by saying one one last thing. Go ahead. The longest pass, the longest play of the day, yeah. was a thirty two yard check down to the running back where he made four or five people miss. Right. That's your longest play of the day. Yep. And it's not even close. That's your that's your explosive play on offense. That's all you got. Your quarterback getting getting flushed out of the pocket. Your running back checking down, scrambling with him, and he dumps it to him, and he go play. gets a 32 yard gain. I'm about to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to lose it. It's terrible. I, I can't I can't watch it. It's it's not it's not great. Kerry, we have moved. You know, so we have moved from first you blame the situation, and then you blame the child. Right? It's the situation's fault. Yes. And it's the child's fault. You know where we are now? It's the parents' fault. It's the parents' fault. No question. I cannot blame I cannot blame Matt Canada you can't. for not being able to read or write. And I'm using the analogy here. Obviously you can read and write. I'm not I'm not disrespecting the man. What I'm but saying as a is parent, right. yeah, the yeah. child's we can we, we cannot blame the environment nope. slash the classroom slash the teacher. We've moved on from that. And now we're, to, you know, we went to the kid. Yep. It's the kid's fault. It's Matt Canada's fault. Nope. The child cannot read or write. Or write. Nope. It is Mike Tomlin's fault. And yeah. I love your former head I coach. I love him too. I love Mike Tomlin. I think he's the, he is, him and Andy Reid, I think the two best coaches in the league, not named Bill Belichick. Like, yep. 
Mike Tomlin is incredible. This is your fault. I agree. You brought this guy back thinking it was going to be different. It's worse. It, it, it is, is somehow worse, Kerry. It, it's it's tough, man. Like I and again, I you know, I'm not exactly I, I I watch I want them to have all of the success in the world. I think defensively they got studs, they got stars. Offensively, I think they do as well, but for whatever reason, this offense just cannot get going in the right direction, and it is troubling for me. Mm-hmm. It is troubling. We, I know Kenny Pickett got hurt, but he started 15 for 23 for 114 yards. Oh, Mitchell Trubisky, come on in. Three for five for 18 yards. Yeah. You throw for a hundred and – well, after the sacks, 111 total yards. In the NFL in, the, in, tw- in 2023, NFL, right. you have 100-plus yards, 100 yards passing, That's and you terrible. only score six points. You don't. You don't even get in. You don't get in the end zone, man. This is not football that you want to watch. It, no. It's it's hard for me to watch. Uh, moving on to the the most exciting game of the day. It was the biggest matchup. It was the Bills and the Dolphins, forty eight twenty. I had the Bills. I had the Bills winning. I thought Buffalo has looked like a different team since that Jets game. Yep. They can run the ball with James Cook and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. To their credit, they put on a show. Josh Allen didn't try to do too much. He just did it. You yeah. know what I mean? He wasn't cautious. He just balled for four straight quarters against a Miami defense that I was wrong about. I thought Miami's defense was going to be better this year with Vic Fangio. They haven't been. They've. Been, they, I, I'm shocked that they gave up 48 points, but. All the credit to Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, James Cook, and a Bills defense that athletically can match up with Miami. That's the key. When New England and Miami play, you know it's going to be bad because yeah. New England doesn't have any team speed, and Miami's all speed. Right. Buffalo, they, their team speed on defense can match up with Miami, and they proved that on Sunday. Give the Bills credit. They put they stomped down and said this is still our division until you take it from us. Yeah, they did. They did a great job. I thought the Buffalo Bills. It surprised me because they scored first, and you know I'm like, okay, well, you know they they got the ball first. Okay, but Miami go down and score. Right. And it just seemed to just that lead just kept stretching and stretching and stretching until the point where Miami didn't feel like they could do anything to keep up or catch up. The issue that I had with Miami, they didn't run the ball, and I I, I get it. You got Tyreek Hill. You got Tua, who was an MVP candidate. They didn't run the ball enough. Devin Devin Achan had 101 yards. Yeah, 55 of those came on one carry. He might be he might be the the, the RB one there he too might because be. Moltzer put the ball that. on the ground twice. I don't want to hear that. I got most of them in fantasy league, but you know, other than that, yeah, Devin Achan had did he had a really good game last week as did Mostert. But for me, they didn't run the ball enough, and it's not like in my opinion that this team was. Was so this game got so far out of hand that you had to pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. You could have ran the ball a little bit more and got you and had more success. On the other side, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen not turning the football over is the best Josh Allen, the version of Josh Allen anyone could ask for. Josh Allen not turning the football over is probably number two, number three quarterback in the league. When he turns the football over, put him like eight, nine, ten because yeah. he changes that much. He, the offense changes that much. The team changes that much when he feels like he has to do everything. He hasn't been their leading uh, rusher as of late, which is a, an important Huge. stat for that team. James Cook has been running the ball. They gave the ball to Latavius Murray yesterday. They have been giving the ball to other people not named Josh Allen and, and allowing them to be the runner. So this version of Josh Allen where he doesn't have to be your lead, your leading rusher or he doesn't turn the football over – Beware of the Buffalo Bills. Now, they did lose Tredavious White to an Achilles. Yeah. Which is, is not sucks. a great look no. because you're going to have to play Miami again. Yeah. And that's a huge that that's huge a huge injury. blow for that team. Yeah. So we'll see how, how it how it hurts them or how it helps them, how it affects them. But Josh Allen is really good when he takes care of the football. Kerry Davis, Anthony Stoltz, you're listening to the Grand Our Guys podcast. We're doing an instant reaction for week week four. Kerry, I was wrong about the Lions. They're better than I gave them credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave too much credit to my beloved Falcons. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, okay. And it, it, has, it has haunted them. The Rams are a little better than I thought. The yep. Buccaneers are way better than I thought. The Saints, I was wrong about the Saints. I was not wrong about the Cincinnati Bengals. I have been <sighs> saying since this offseason that this Bengals team is not as good they're not going to be the Joe Burrow injury concerned me coming into the year. Yeah. I have said the Bengals are not a playoff team, and I've gotten that pushback. I've been wrong about a lot. That's why I listed all the wrong things. I've been here's all the things <laughs> I've been wrong about. 
there is one thing I can pat myself on the back. It's the Cincinnati Bengals not being as good as what they have been in years past. Joe Burrow can't move, and now T. Higgins is hurt, and this defense isn't as good. Tennessee punked them on yeah. Sunday, 27-3. to Surprisingly, because I didn't expect that. I-, I picked the Bengals to win, despite not really showing anything offensively. I'm figuring Joe Burrow didn't come up lame in the last game. He he seems to be dealing with the with the calf injury, you know, to the best of his ability. But I don't know what's going on with this Bengals team, other than the the, the obvious, right? The the obvious Joe Burrow injury. What else is taking place? Because yeah, they're not they're not doing moving the ball well enough offensively. But the, the team, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like how they have looked in the past few years as a team. It yeah. just looks. Lethargic and you can't slow. Out talent. Yeah, you can't out talent everybody like you have the last two years. Kerry, you know this is about adjustments. Yep. Defensive coordinators are paid to to figure you out. Right. Defensive coordinators has, have figured Cincinnati out. They have. I. I, I <laughs> you're probably right. I mean, I don't really have an, I don't have any other answer. We the the simple one is Joe Burrow is hurt and. If he's not hurt, Jamar Chase probably has 14 catches for 150 yards. I, I don't know. But instead, he has seven for 73. That's the difference in 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 the guy you pay $200-plus million to and being that elite quarterback. Right now, Joe Burrow is a, a middle-of-the-pack guy. Yeah. And it's it's hard to watch because hindsight, obviously, always 20-20. If you knew – if you'd have told the Cincinnati Bengals you'll be 1-3 going into week five, they probably would have told you, well, Joe Burrow can miss those first four games. Yeah. And we'll figure it out after that. But he's played. They haven't played well. And it's um, it's troubling. And on the flip side, who the hell are the Tennessee Titans? Nobody knows. Who are they? They don't know. If you could give me that answer, I would be great. I can't. I don't know who they are. They beat the Chargers. Then they stink against Cleveland. Then they come back and punk Cincinnati. <sighs> Uh, Who are they? They almost beat New Orleans, which is a team they probably should have beaten, they, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. The t- I, I think I've said this on previous podcasts, and I've felt this way for about 20 years now. I don't know who the Titans are. I never do. You They're don't the know one team in the NFL. I have no idea. The identity. I have no idea yeah. what they are or what they aren't. I, I don't know. Derrick Henry got his first 100-yard rushing game of the year. And he threw a touchdown. And he threw a touchdown. I, I don't know who they are. I have no clue week to week no. what Titans team is going to show up. So that, that was my probably one of my biggest surprises. God bless you, Titans. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, moving to the late games, Chargers 24-17. Once again, the Chargers I, win a game. I just wanted to happen. <laughs> Once again, the Chargers win a game, and we're going to talk about Brandon Staley. What are you doing? He's amazing. Justin Herbert's got one arm, let or one hand. You know what? Let's go with the uh, the old QB sneak. He's amazing. He what? That game should have been what Dallas was against New England. You were you were twenty four to seven. You were cruising, and Aiden O'Connell was being you know he was he was either hanging on the ball too long or his offensive line was getting his ass kicked. He was putting the ball on the ground. It's a, you're facing a rookie quarterback. Why is that game twenty four to seventeen? Why can't you score any points in the second half? Why not? Brandon Staley. That's why. Expect it to happen. I I just, I don't know, man. Like, I I think the most frustrating part is he still finds a way to to win despite all of the madness. That's the part that concerns me. Like, that's, it almost, you know, like when you were a kid, and you didn't get trouble, get in trouble for doing something. So you was like, I, I didn't get caught. I can do this all the time. But yeah. you, but it wasn't right. Like you yes. know, if you get caught, the 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 amount of pain you're going to have to endure for doing said said thing. But you keep doing it because eh, nobody catches me. I, I know I'm not supposed to do it, but hell, I, right. it's working out for me. I'm getting the reward from it. Yeah, this is what he hasn't he hasn't gotten his butt whooped yet. And and when you finally make that mistake, and it costs you. Maybe it doesn't cost you, or maybe it costs you a division championship. Maybe it costs you an AFC championship. Maybe it costs you a Super Bowl. I don't know. But it's going to cost you at some point. And because you have not gotten spanked or whooped just yet from, from, from mommy and daddy, because they ain't caught you. They, yeah. ain't, they, they, they don't know you're doing it. But you're going to get your butt whooped at some point for making these terrible decisions. And it's going to come at the most inopportune time. Right. And the entire country is going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? You have been doing this. Yeah, I, I've been doing it. Why? Right. Why are you just well, not saying something? Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do want to. I do on the flip side because there are a couple of coaches that that Josh McDaniels. 
has a career winning percentage of 367. Yeah. A career. Like he he's Dennis Allen, I just looked at. He was he was 300 something the other day. He's at 2 298 now. They'll both be done after this. How? They'll, they'll be done. How? Josh, this is Josh McDaniels' last last it, 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 it He'll has go back to, be. to New England. He'll be the OC and he'll just stay there. It, this it, is it. Th- it has to be. Because you can't find a way to win. I know you had a rookie quarterback. He threw a terrible interception. You yeah. were going in to, to potentially tie the game up. He threw a terrible – the rookies do that. Right. But, and I don't mind the call. Like, everybody's bitching about nah, the call. Yeah. How, many times, what how many times do we see, you know, sprint right option it's and, not it, a problem. and it's fine? It's just not, not, yeah. not, a, good, not a good ball, not, right. a good, not a good decision. But you, you – you, those three teams that we just named, the, the Saints, the Raiders – and the Chargers need to be put in that. Brandon Staley's winning percentage is over 500, but by, that's by the grace of God. Right. Well, it looks like you're saying it's the kid. It's the kid that is is messing around the playground, and every kid is like, "Is anybody going to stay? Can I say anybody say anything? This kid's going to keep getting." And then finally, does it? He he messes around with the wrong or the wrong kid, and he finds himself up, upside down. Go. It's going to happen. It is. It's that, That's just – watching them is not good football. No. It's uh, scary. 49ers, 35-16. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this. Christian McCaffrey took over. Great. He, he should take over. Uh, Arizona, I thought Josh Dobbs played well, all things considered. Josh Dobbs played well against, better against San Francisco than Daniel Jones did, than Kenny Pickett did, than uh, – what, what other – Stafford played fine against them. Mm-hmm. I thought Josh Dobbs played better – than the man the Giants gave a bunch of money yeah. to and the Steelers took in the first round yeah. against this San Francisco defense. That was kind of my only takeaway outside of the fact that Chris, Christian McCaffrey is really well, good at football. The, the, but we knew that before. He's really good at football. And the 49ers are really good at football as well. Like they, they, Debo Samuel, I think, had one catch. He was and, banged and, up. Or one rush. He didn't even have a catch. He, he didn't play much. He was banged up. Uh, it's okay. Brandon Ayuk's there. Yep. Like they, they have. Who missed the previous Who week? Who missed the previous? And Debo had a great game. Yep. Like they, it doesn't matter to them. Christian McCaffrey is going to do his thing. It, it's it's head scratching, and in a great way. Like I, I enjoy watching the San Francisco 49ers play football because I don't know who's going to get the ball. I don't know whose day is going to be. I know Christian McCaffrey is going to get 15 to 20 carries. He's probably going to score a touchdown. He's probably going to have somewhere between 85 and 125 yards rushing, and then I add another 30 to 50 yards receiving. Like that's that's who they are. Yeah. And as much as we give credit to quarterbacks, let's give some credit to to Brock Purdy, because yeah, he's on an offense with a ton of weapons. This young man is playing football at a high level. He's yep. not turning the ball over. He's doing. He's getting the ball to his athletes in space and getting to them quickly. It. What you can't ask for much more than what he's giving them right now, and no. it, it's it's really fun to watch. Dallas thirty eight, Patriots three. Not much on Dallas's side outside of hey, good rebound game. Yeah. Mac Jones. Matt, I mean, look, it's not all Mac Jones. Okay, it's never it's never all one player, but you this offense looks worse than it did a year ago. At least they could run the ball last year with Stevenson. They can't do anything. Mac Jones was terrible on Sunday. He hasn't been good enough the previous weeks when they actually have been in the game. And I'm shocked that Belichick has not moved on to Bailey Zappi yet. I'm actually surprised a lot of these QBs are still getting playing time, but he's he might be at the top of the list if, uh, outside of Desmond Ritter. So let me ask you a question, because we talk a lot. When we talked about uh, old Mac in the in the office back there, who, who who do you want him to throw the football to, sir? I want him to not turn the ball over. I get it, but there, but who do you want? Who I'm gonna give you Devontae Parker, fine. Kendrick Bourne, fine. Juju Smith-Schuster, fine. It, Hunter K- Henry, Keyshawn Butte, like Mike, Mike Gusecki. These aren't guys, great but options, aren't, but they, they aren't, these they are aren't, terrible options. They're not terrible. They're fine. Just fine. Who is? Let me ask you this: Outside of Travis Kelsey, who is Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to? Well, that's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay, but see what I'm saying. I, I, I know I, Matt I, Jones is in Mahomes. I, 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 I mean, but I understand. Juju, but Juju was in Kansas City, won a Super Bowl last year. He did. Yeah, you know? he did. He not, I, Mac Jones has to be better. Who is C.J. Stroud throwing to? He got some. Is, he some, he is got Nico, guys. Is Nico? I know. Tank Dell looks really good. Yeah. Tank Dell looks like look, looks like a guy. Yeah. Is Nico Dalton Schultz? Okay. <laughs> is Dalton Schultz that much better than Hunter Henry or Mike Gusecki? So. No. I don't think so. Is Nico Collins a Justin Jefferson over oh, what? Devontae Parker yeah. or Kendrick Bourne? And Kendrick Bourne? They're I, fine. 
I guess, I mean, yeah, you got to figure out a way. I don't know what the Patriots are doing. I have no clue. And, and you know, I think when they drafted Mac Jones, I think a lot of people, a few people were kind of head-scratching. Like, mm, yeah. he's a Bama quarterback, but uh, is he going to have – He should be better than this. He should, he should be much better than this. And and I agree. I mean, Bailey Zappi played really well last year when Mac Jones got hurt. So, you got somebody nipping at your heels. You you need to take care of the football. You need to be a little bit better than what Mac Jones is right now. I don't know if they're ready to go all in and sit him down. They sat him down in the game last week. I don't know if they're ready to go go all in and say, okay, you're not our starter anymore. I think it's still too early for them to make that decision. And I don't think Bill Belichick Bill Belichick wants to admit fault in that manner yeah. because sometimes you got to sit a guy down and because he's not the best for the team, but that would be admitting that you made a mistake in drafting the guy where you did. Very true. All right, two more games, the primetime games. Chiefs 23-20 to 20 over the Jets. Mahomes was incredibly sloppy Yeah. until the game mattered. Yep. You know, a lot of these games, I thought Sam Howell played pretty well. Game was on the line, couldn't get it done. Right. Not, not Sam Howell's fault, but, you know, there's a couple of quarterbacks that played well until the game was on the line. Same, co- same game, Zach Wilson. Played fairly well. Yeah. Game was on the line. I know he took fault for the the, the fumble, took his eyes off the, the snap there, right. low snap pass and whatever, and they, he dropped it. When the game is on the line, when Mahomes did not have a great game, again, very sloppy, uncharacteristic throws by Mahomes, what did Mahomes do? He made ran plans. when he had to. Yep. He made throws when he had to. And I loved – I actually looked at my wife, Kristen – and I said, I'll tell you what's going to happen here. Is that it was that third down play. Mm-hmm. I go, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. He's either going to throw a touchdown pass or he's going to make a play to win this game. Right. And man-to-man coverage, those DBs, he knows no, nobody's looking back. at him. Yep. He, he, slips, he slips out left, winds up doing what? Sliding down yep. and then arms out. He knew. Game over. That's Mahomes. Yeah. And I know I, a lot I of people are like, oh, the Chiefs, I don't look good. But I don't care. The, yeah. Chief, the Chiefs do this. Yeah. I would look at that team and maybe think, and you you because this does happen. You you look at the team that they were playing against. It's the Jets. Like, yeah, we're up for it. It's Sunday right. night, but are we? You up should for have it? blown them out. You should but have. it is the NFL. But it, it and and it's the Jets. Like yeah. they weren't playing well. They hadn't been playing well. So that may be one of those things where just like Week One was a, a wake up call for them against the Detroit Lions. Is there any concern on your behalf about? the the lack of explosive plays offensively for the for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if it, you know, yes and no. Yes, I think if it's a normal team with a nor- normal quarterback, mm-hmm. absolutely. We just got done talking about the Patriots skill skill receivers. You know, Kadarius Tony hasn't done anything, right? Travis Kelsey's a stud. Yep, we know that Travis Kelsey's their number one. But Tony Sky Moore, you know, Sky Moore is kind of a bit player. Kadarius Tony's kind of a bit player. Marquez Marquez uh, Valdez Scantling's fine, but not great. Yeah, I do. I'm concerned about the explosiveness. However, Isaiah Pacheco is an un, is 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 vastly underrated. I agree. I love watching him run. If Andy Reid stuck with the run, I thought more against the the Jets. I don't think the game's as close yeah. close as it was. But no, because if Mahomes, I don't worry. We're going to do this all year with Kansas City well, because they, they don't hang 40 on the board every week. And that's the reason why I asked because taking that Bears game out because no one wants to count that one. They're right. averaging they're averaging 20 points a game in their first in their in the three of those four games. They'll be fine. Excluding the Bears game. So you you no concern for no, you? No, they're going to win. They're going to win games. All right. I think we should be and I understand the question. Are you? Are you concerned? I a little bit. And I think I'm concerned because I haven't seen I just haven't seen those big plays, those explosive plays. It, it didn't matter who was in there. You had Juju Smith-Schuster had a had a pretty good season last year. You had McCole Hartman. You had you had guys that that, and I think this is part of rookie and younger receivers. It's a it's a maturation process. Rasheed Rice is a young guy. Sky Moore is a young guy, though he was on the team and, and won the Super Bowl last year, caught a touchdown. He's still a young guy, so there's still some growth there in comparison to having veteran receivers. You probably won't see the best version of this Kansas City Chiefs team until. And maybe when they go go uh, when they play Philly, you know that's week nine. That's yeah. that's a ways away. Week nine, week ten. That's that's That'd be some, a game they turn it up. That would have to be because hopefully by then those younger guys are acclimated to what's going on. But I don't I don't see a lot of explosive plays coming from this offense, and so that does concern me. And then you could fall you could fall to a team that 
you know, you got the Dolphins there, you got the Chargers who aren't great, but you have an opportunity. There's a division rival. You got a couple of games there that you could potentially lose before you start clicking on all cylinders. Uh, last game, Kerry, Seattle 24-3 over the Giants on Monday Night Football. You and I called this with the Giants. They're not as good as they were a year ago. Uh, we didn't like their over total. We thought that the wheels would fall apart. A lot of people thought the wheels would fall apart with the Giants. They have. Daniel Jones isn't good. The offensive line is terrible. Brian Dable now has is, is, is really got a, you know, a year ago, everybody loved Dable, and he did a great job. Okay, Coach well, it's a new year. My biggest takeaway here is that Seattle won a game in which I think a lot of people are going to prop Seattle up. Mm-hmm. I love the skill position players. Geno's are a, a good quarterback, and Kenneth Walker has a nose for the end zone. I don't think Seattle is as good defensively as they showed last night. We're yeah. recording this on Tuesday. I thought that was more about the Giants, but credit the credit Seattle going in there. The Giants had had extra time. They played on Thursday night yeah. last week. You had extra time. You put that together. You stink. You're well, terrible. I, I think You're a bad not having, football team. Not having Saquon definitely hurts. You it know does. What I mean that that there was a we went back and forth all off season who should be paid Saquon or Daniel. They went with the quarterback. Right. We get it. But Saquon is the leader of that team. When healthy, he he's the guy. Because who else are you going to throw the ball to? You don't have you. You brought Dar- Darren Waller over in a trade, Ghost. and he. I haven't seen much from him. You don't have guys that are are are. It, it, your leading receiver last night was Matt Breida. He's their running back. You have you have like, nine slot receivers. You have nine <laughs> slot receivers. You have Paris Campbell and. Wandale Robinson and uh, Isaiah Hodgins. Isaiah like, Hodgins. And you, you drafted Jalen Hyatt yeah. and you're not using him. They like, feel like they're all the same person, though. Yeah, nobody, exa- nobody, totally. <laughs> nobody, nobody stands out in, in that group of players. And so, and then you got Daniel Jones, who, I mean, we can we can sit here and complain and talk about oh, he threw a pick six to Devin Witherspoon, I L L I N I. He he threw the pick <laughs> six to a Lionized Devin Witherspoon. And so you could talk about that. He had a couple of sacks. Too. He, had he, had a couple of sacks. he had a big night. Yeah. You could talk about that. But let's talk about the number of sacks that they gave up. That oh is not solely on Daniel Jones. Some no. of them could be, but eleven times? Yeah. Eleven times you're picking yourself up off of the turf How you gonna when win? you're trying to pass the football. I don't I yeah. I don't know who you're gonna be mad at. Like I, I can't be solely completely mad at Daniel Jones right. because they're not protecting him enough and they're putting him in a position where now you do have to throw a ball early or 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 not on time because hell I don't know when the next person's gonna come hit me in the back of my head. Right. It, so it all of those things tied together, they're not really good at all. They're terrible. Minus a, a second half versus the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. This team should be zero four, but yep. it, it's um they got some work to do. Carry. Uh, like every NFL fan, I sit there on Sundays and without having the all 22 up, of course, mm-hmm. I do the typical NFL fan thing where it's like, throw it, throw it, yeah. throw the ball. <laughs> Last night watching that game, there was a couple of times where I didn't even get that out. Yeah. He didn't have any time. Dana Jones didn't have any time. It's not his fault. It's not all his fault. No. You know, there's a couple. The, the, the goal line, you cannot throw that interception That's a bad at the ball. goal line. You're in the game. Yeah. You score touchdowns 14 10. Probably shouldn't have been going there with the ball because the receiver was, was, it was two guys pretty much in arm's distance of him. And, and he dotted them, too. Yeah. He dotted them yeah. and Witherspoon. Yeah. He, he, he dropped back like three step drop as he was. He thought Witherspoon was his receiver. That's how good <laughs> that was a throw. All right. It's a good iron, guys. We appreciate everybody listening to our week four. Takeaways. Uh, we'll be back for week five next week. One of these. One of these weeks. We'll maybe we'll get in here and do some predictions. Predict. I like that. Um, but uh, Carrie and I schedule kind of sets up for one podcast a week, so we'll kind of keep it with that. Uh, but Carrie, great stuff as always, man. I felt like today was a little saltier, which is oh, nice. Yeah, we had some grit to us. It, 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 your, your Pittsburgh, your Pittsburgh frustration <laughs> your, your coming Falcons. out. My Atlanta. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was kind of a saltier podcast, but hopefully everybody appreciates that. For Carrie Davis, the Super Bowl champion, I'm Anthony Stalter. We'll see you next time on Gridiron Guys. Thanks for listening to the Gridiron Guys podcast with Super Bowl champion Carrie Davis and Anthony Stalter. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Check out the Gridiron Guys podcast page at 101ESPN.com.